Time to get started. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. You know how everybody's always in search of their song? Sure. I found it. Okay. You want to hear it? Yes. Okay. So I think I think I'm destined to yo-yo. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I uh, uh, yeah, that's exactly how my life has been going to this moment. My adult life. I understand the feeling. Just yeah. the yo-yo back and forth. Yeah, back and forth. Until I get depressed again. <laughs> then I'm going to gain it. Well, this will tell you something. Last night, I ordered the seven-layer salad, being very healthy, and it had broccoli in it. And Wonderful. Cauliflower. Yes. And then I ate half of my husband's hamburger. <laughs> my girl. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, God. I, I don't want to think where... Hold on. Let's do it again. Music news, huh? Shall we? <laughs> Harry Styles has uh, grown close to model Candace Swainpool uh, following his split from his long-term girlfriend, Olivia Wilde. What's considered long-term? Wasn't it months? I Well, in their world, yeah, I guess. Yes, He's so hot right now. Harry, uh, okay, Sarah. He is. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> Harry has now been apparently uh, connecting with Victoria's Secret Angel. Um, the seventh time he has dated a model from the brand. The wow. seventh time? Yeah, source wow. uh, told the son. Harry is one of the biggest music stars, uh, superstars, excuse me, in the world. So it's not surprising supermodels are lining up to date him. He's got a history with Victoria's Secret models and has been linked to six others who have all walked in their fashion shows. Candace is one of Victoria's Secret's most successful angels, and Harry would be lucky if he managed to woo her. Woo her? Who's Talking. I know. I haven't heard woo in quite some time. <laughs> Apparently Benjamin Franklin uh, <laughs> runs Harry's PR. I, I don't know. I think, you know, that's very good. And, uh, you know, whatever brings him happiness and her. And uh, Yeah. I feel like even Harry Styles couldn't say, I'm going to woo you now. And it actually work. I, I think you couldn't or could. I think he could say woo and people would be like, oh, God. <laughs> Harry. Watermelon sugar. Hi. <laughs> oh. uh. <laughs> L King is releasing yes. Jersey Giant. She re-recorded it with the song's writer, Tyler Childers. They will perform the song at Radio City Music Hall in New York City when his tour stops there in August. I know, I heard of that too. Since 2014, King has topped the Billboard charts in four different genres. Go, El King! Okay, El King. How many people get to say that? Four different genres? Daughter of Rob... Schneider. Schneider. Yes, thank you. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. A child, a little human boy, 
And uh, he's very similar age to your son, Bennett. Who's also 12. He Oh, he is 12. He's yeah, that's right. He just had his he birthday. He just had his birthday. Doing the uh, Derby Day. All right. Well, a 12-year-old has set a new record at Fullerton College. <laughs> Why isn't Bennett in college yet, Sarah? Are you trying to make me feel bad? No. Because it's just... not working. <laughs> I'm letting my son go through his years normally. Normally? Yes. Well, hold on. I have questions for you after this. Not about uh, Bennett, but like what you do if... Um, a college in California, it's their youngest graduate ever. Col- Clovis Hung. What a name. That sounds like a superhero villain. <laughs> Clovis Hung. Uh, he said his goal was uh, inspired by a 13-year-old in 2020 who was previously the youngest graduate at the school. And I also think I remember talking about this on the radio, the previous one. He said, I also wanted to be the youngest graduate. I didn't expect to beat him, but I did. On Monday, the boy graduated with five associate degrees, and he said uh, he has a sixth plan for next year. At nine years old, the boy came to Fullerton. At nine, he came to a college. What do you even do? What do you even talk to any of the people around you about? Do you need a chaperone? (laughs) I would imagine. Somebody to hold your hand while you learn algebra? You don't even learn algebra. That's the only math I know. (laughs) Trigonometry? (laughs) I'm not sure. Trig, calc, all of the weird ones. Nine years old, the boy uh, came to Fullerton as a special admit student. Uh, Fullerton is an open enrollment institution, and students that are K through 8 before graduating high school can actually go to college under special process called special admin. So this seems like a little bit of outside of the normal educational structure. Sure, yeah, um, absolutely. But, you know, that's insane. The boy has a few careers in mind for his future, like uh, aerospace, engineering, uh, piloting, pediatrics, and or juggling. Well, he's going to have to wait on his career because he's only 12 years old and there's child labor laws. He's not even there yet. I don't understand. So as as a a mom to a 12-year-old. Yeah. I mean, I would assume it's just better that your kid is not doing this kind of stuff. I mean, I wouldn't put Bennett through that. I feel like that's not a natural way to grow up, right? See, I think it's the kid putting the parents through it. I, I feel like this kid is like on <laughs> yeah, his own true. course. Yeah, that's true. Maybe he's super ambitious. Yeah. And- Mom, I got to drive to my genius meeting now. <laughs> Take me. <laughs> Take me, Mama. What? I mean, I that, that's know. wild. That's wild. So... I'd assume you're happy with how things are now, and you you wouldn't want this, right? Because then it's like with more, then it's like you have all these other exterior things to think about, not to mention costs, because you know, if, right? There's you that. know, he's private educated, Ivy League, all of that stuff. You know, it don't come cheap. Well, he may be developing academically. I just wonder how he's going to develop socially. Well, that's the thing. You know, they say your brain isn't fully developed till what, the age of 25? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's far off from that. What if, I mean, he devolves somehow? It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 My buddy was like, I'll go buy you a drink. I was like, we get our drinks for free here because we have a thing. I was like, you're not buying me a drink. So uh, I got you. That's I got gambling. you. Yeah, I'm glad you won, though. I am too. It's a little nerve wracking, though, because I very rarely, rarely do it. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, I can win at this game. You're gonna play again. 
I saw Brian playing when we were at the gala at the Crown Plaza. I was like, oh, Brian, gambling, huh? I see. Well, um, I've only won one thing, and it was a Nintendo Switch, which was pretty cool. Um, recently, and now uh, my wife just plays it all the time. She loves it. I, I probably wouldn't play it, but um, never won anything like a car. And uh, Oprah Winfrey in 2010, do you remember? She gave everyone in her studio audience a brand new Volkswagen Beetle. Oh, yeah. Which is a pretty cool prize to win. That's a nice one. A woman uh, who won the car that day, and uh, she still has the car and drives it to this day, made a TikTok to talk about what Oprah said to the audience. Now, this is interesting. You know, people like you, you see all of the the joy and all of the clapping while it's happening. But then once the cameras are off, people were feeling all sorts of different ways. And... Uh, this is what uh, she, how she kind of recalls the experience. There were a lot of comments and questions on my last TikTok about my experience on the Oprah's Favorite Things show where we were gifted the car and a bunch of other things. And I got this comment a lot, and I think I need to, to clear this one up maybe. I don't think I explained it exactly right. Um, when the show was over, the audience was full of people just crying and very emotional about what we had all just experienced of being gifted the car. And there were a lot of people saying, I should sell my car and give the money to my kids. And just people were really humbled by winning the car, me included. Like, we felt like, what did we do to, you know, to deserve being in this audience today? And like I said, Oprah was just chatting with all of us and she overheard some of that talk. And she said, let me stop you right there. You don't deserve this. And I don't, if you feel like you don't deserve this, that's valid. <laughs> but I want you to feel worthy of it. I want you to accept it. I want you huh? to leave here with the car and not feel bad, release any guilt you feel about being gifted this car. So she meant it in a really, really sweet way. It wasn't a backhanded compliment. She wasn't saying <laughs> we didn't deserve it. She was saying maybe you feel like you don't deserve it, and maybe you don't, but I want you to feel worthy of it. And I think I know it's weird to see the difference in those two words, but it's subtle, but I think it was pretty powerful. Do you see the difference? I think I see the difference because when I first heard that, I was like, Oh, Oprah, so wise. You don't deserve but then, this. But then I saw your face when they were just talking about it, and you looked so slighted. You were like, what? Pardon? So, am I wrong on that? Was that, is is it, you know, do you see a difference between you're worthy versus you're deserving? And no, no you're not deserving, let me just say. They're the, yeah, you don't deserve this, but you are worthy of this. Wait, what? <laughs> Do you want me to take the car or not? <laughs> I'm getting mixed messages here, Oprah. Thanks, Oprah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I would have taken the car either way. Right, for sure. Me too. The wait is over. Back to the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. A poll of 2,000 Americans. Now, that's the right sample size. Great sample size. Good. Solid sample size. Finds that until Americans have cold sweats or chills, a fever or a green snot, excuse me, they won't acknowledge that they're sick. Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. (laughs) So you do that. You're, You're like, you go until you're like, oh, God. Oh, I don't feel well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's a little sniffle, no big deal, right? You keep going. But if it gets worse, then yes, of course, then I'm not feeling great. Let's see what we're told to think here. 
despite other telltale signs such as body aches or juicy coughs. I have never heard of a juicy cough. <laughs> I don't want a juicy cough. No, nobody does. That's so gross. I will never drink juice again. <laughs> uh, it takes Americans an average of two days of symptoms before admitting that they're unwell. Huh. Almost three in five, 60% will call it, respondents are guilty of using the it's just allergies excuse, at least some of the time. Though only 20% are likely to believe that uh, line from someone else. So <laughs> so if I said, oh man, I just got allergies today, you wouldn't believe me? Um, I No, I would. <laughs> yeah. I would, but uh, I, why are people so um, skeptical here? I don't know. I feel like when you're not sick and when somebody else is sick, it's like, get it together. All right, come on. Yeah. yeah. We have to get through this. But when you're sick, it's like, <laughs> I can't do anything. I can't. Well, I'll Help tell you me. what. I'm the worst sick person in the world. Uh, you know, and my wife, you know, I don't know. She is a rock because like the instant I'm not, I can't relate. Because the instant I get like a drippy nose or anything, I'm like, oh, God. I can't do it. I can't do anything. I can't walk. I can't make food. I need somebody to feed me. I need Vicks Vapor Rub rubbed everywhere. And uh, let's get this party started because I don't feel good. Oh, man. She is a saint. Yeah, my husband husband does pretty well with colds, I guess. See, I thought I would have said Brian was a baby like me. (laughs) (laughs) He's not. He's a pretty tough cookie. He's been through a lot of medical shenanigans, let's call them. So uh, anytime he gets the sniffles, he's, yeah, he toughs it out. He's fine. Gosh, I wish I would have, you know, had that in me. I'm just, yeah, I get like a baby. Now, uh, if it were to wake up, but if it were to wake up tomorrow with a sore throat, if you were, whatever Mm -hmm. they're trying to say. One third, 34% would attribute it to allergies compared to 16% who would consider themselves sick. So only like if I wake up, it depends on how long it stays. Like if I wake up with a sore throat, it could have been dry. There are a lot of things that can lead to a sore throat other than being sick. Well, we still got to come in even though we have sore throats because who's going to run the show, right? Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's a nightmare um, not a nightmare, but like some that's the worst text like one of us could get in the morning is, hey, I can't be there. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, God, <laughs> oh, no, this is going to be a morning. This is going to be a marathon. Here we go. Yeah, because it's not easy to do by yourself, you know. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Mike Tyson. Starting off with him, which uh, we never talk about, Mike Tyson, says Jamie Foxx's health issues may have halted the boxer's biopic. I didn't even know this was something that was in the works. Or I had no idea about. that this was happening. The project, uh, which has been in the works for more than a decade. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, heads in the sand, heads in the sand. Recently gained traction in the form of a TV movie only to face another hurdle when Fox suffered an undisclosed medical uh, complication last month. Now, we've been hearing different things about what's going on with Fox. Um, when asked on the uh, Value Entertainment or Valuetainment, excuse me, podcast, if he was following what's going on with Fox, this is what Mike had to say. Mike, are you following what's going on with uh, Jamie Fox? He's not feeling well. Something's going on with. Yeah, this is stroke. I had no idea what happened to him. Yeah. Hey, listen, we can't anticipate our next breath. We don't know when we're going to die. 
after we leave this, bad stuff can happen. Is, is he still doing the, the the movie or no? Is he still because uh, was wasn't there like stories of him playing your life? Well, it was a possibility. You know, I don't know what's going to happen now, but you know, it's a strong possibility. Yeah. He uh, uh, uh because you know Jamie's closer to my age, so in order to do him, they were gonna do what they did with um, Benjamin Button. Mm -hmm. oh, uh, do you remember that? They yeah, were gonna make him, younger, yeah. make him look younger, top yes. of the old. Yeah. Mike Tyson's voice is uh, an amazing voice. Yes, one for the ages. <laughs> one for the ages, for sure. But that's wild. I did not hear anything about. Uh, that movie potentially happening. Yeah, I had no idea, but we'll see what yep, happens, we'll I guess. We'll keep you posted. Yep. Harrison Ford fought back tears during the premiere of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny at Cannes on Thursday. The presentation kicked off with a montage of the star's career highlights. According to Variety, he told the audience, I'm very moved by this. They say when you're about to die, you see your life flash before your eyes, and I just saw my life flash before my eyes. A great part of my life, but not all of my life. My life has been enabled by my lovely wife who has supported my passion and my dreams and I'm grateful. The outlet added that the fo that following the film, he teared up while Dial of Destiny received a five-minute standing ovation. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. This is his last one. I mean, it's the end of an era for sure. It really is. I remember growing up watching Temple of Doom. Oh, my God. All the time. Um, uh, The other one, what, that was our family movie. It was the... Um, Gosh, the yeah, the one where he goes in with the to find the uh, the uh, cup that Jesus drank from. What was oh, it called? Yeah, what was that? I don't know. What is it? Cup uh, of Destiny? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have a really bad joke that I'm not going to say. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we'll just move on. <laughs> I love Michael J. Fox. Uh, you know, he's a big proponent of um, you know finding a cure for Parkinson's. My dad has Parkinson's, and uh, it's something that's really, really really tough, you know, to go through with the family, with the person that's actually, um, you know, going through it. But he's been doing a lot uh, recently. He has his new documentary uh, that came out, um, you know, talking about just like his life and everything that's going on. And he was on The View and he uh, stunned Whoopi Goldberg and the audience because he revealed that he turned down the role in Ghost. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. On 987 What did you bring to the table today, Sarah? Well, today I brought the Zero Sugar Thirst Quencher. I usually don't like zero sugar um, liquids. I feel like it tastes chemically or fake. Is that the, the, no, the, the case? No, I'm not getting that vibe from this Gatorade Zero Orange Quencher. <laughs> Well, that's good. Tell me about it. What, what do you love about this orange quencher? I love that it's only five calories per bottle, and this is a pretty significant bottle. Yeah, that's a lot of liquid. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of liquid. That's going to make you have to go pee at least twice. I already have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just it makes me feel better. It's got a lot of electrolytes in it. It has electrolytes. It has electrolytes. Have you seen Idiocracy? No. Okay, that's that's a big line in that uh, in that movie. Oh. It has electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting your electrolytes. Yes, it replenishes me. It makes me feel better. Uh, in addition to the coffee, so I use them. I coincide with the what's the word I'm looking for? Um, they commingle. They commingle. 
Yeah. That's right. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Um, do you drink one of those after a two-mile walk? That's when you really need to replenish. Oh, that's a good idea. No, but I should. Yeah, that's when you should drink those because uh, you don't need to replenish early in the morning, do you? I mean, I don't know. You could have been working out in the gym like crazy at like you 3 a.m. no idea, man. Yeah. I'm getting swole or yeah. something. So yeah. swole. Yeah, totally. Uh, no, it just, I drank it the other day and it made me feel better. I didn't need a nap yesterday. Oh. I went through my whole day feeling fine. And so I'm like, is it the Gatorade Zero? Maybe it's the Gatorade Zero. If this works for you today, I mean, this is kind of now like an experiment. If this works today and you don't need, because this is day two? This is day two. You don't need a nap today. I'm going to buy the place out of whatever that drink is. The Gatorade. Gatorade Zero. Zero, yeah. Yeah. Does it have caffeine in it? I don't believe it. Just citric essence, sodium citrate, salt, mono, potassium, phosphate, gum, er Arabic, natural flavor, sucralose. It sounds like some delicious stuff. (laughs) Isobupotrate. Glycerol, ester of rosin, and yellow six. Oh, <laughs> those are my favorite ones. The like red two and red five. They're so delicious. Yeah. Um, all the things your body needs, you know, for a healthy breakfast. It contains no fruit juice. I figured. <laughs> I figured that much. They're so honest. We just don't read that. I mean, that's wild. That sounds so wild. Electrolytes to help replenish what you lose in sweat. So maybe I've been sweating recently. I don't know. I I don't think you've been sweating. I think you need to save those drinks for after your two-mile walks because you're definitely done with the Peloton. She's done with the Peloton. I'm done with the Peloton. Failed Sarah. Well, maybe I failed it. I'm not sure what happened well, here. Well, there was a recall on your model number. There and was. look, these seats don't just break themselves. You know, they had something wrong, was wrong with it. This is know? true. And so yeah. you were not able to get the what you needed from it. Absolutely. So I'm moving on to greener pastures. Okay. Wherever that may be. To my walk. This song goes out to our employee of the week. We'll work hard to make you happy. The best things in life are free. The morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNX.